It's the International Women in Film podcast with your host, Michelle the Trainer. MTT is Michelle the Trainer.
Oh, for, with Sycamore. Cool. So Sycamore was actually my first feature film. I starred in it and I produced it and I filmed it all over my hometown in South River, New Jersey. And I've done that with every single one of my film projects that I've produced. I find that really, really important to me to bring business and art and, and excitement to this small town in Jersey that helped cultivate me and kind of shaped who I am. Uh, so it's really important for me to, to do that. And Sycamore is a feature. It's an adult coming of age story about a woman who spends much of her adolescence in prison. And it's kind of a dramedy uh, about the day she gets out and how to find love and live life and kind of outside the confines and the rules of prison where she felt very comfortable because she understood the rules. Is it available anywhere we can see it? it yeah, it's on Amazon, actually. So you cool. can check out Sycamore on Amazon. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then I watched, can I talk about it? Your, Do it. Your brand new awesome web series called Here We Wait. Yes. Here We Wait, H-E-R-E-W-E-W-A-I-T. I found it on iTunes. Ooh. Now, how many episodes is Here We Wait? Here We Wait is 20 episodes. We are still releasing, but it's totaling at 20 episodes. Sci-fi. Yes. So what else can you tell me or tell us? I don't want to ask too many questions because I don't want to give it away because I'm already hooked and need to watch the whole thing. Yeah, it's a little bit of a mystery, the show. So, And it can seem confusing at first, but essentially it's about the wait staff who of this huge restaurant. But you learn that this restaurant is purgatory and they can never leave. They are people who have died and their job is to send patrons what we call there, which is like heaven, or somewhere, which is the hell equivalent. So it's basically a drama surrounding the staff and their interpersonal relationships and what happens when their world starts to fall apart. And something I found really exciting about the show is that all of the characters come from different time periods and walks of life and sets of ideals. And it's kind of, you know, what happens when a 11th century Viking and a modern day Southern Belle are forced to spend eternity with each other? Uh -huh. Yeah, it's sort of what does that bring up? And and that was my favorite part of the history that I got to do to write it. And I, it's so consuming. It's all about characters. And more so, it's really about uh, we wrote it and filmed it in a way that something that happens in like episode 17, if you go back to episode one, you're going to find clues to that very thing. So it's meant for kind of multiple viewings to follow it from different characters' perspectives. It's, I'm really proud of it. It's been a passion project. It's complicated. And I watched yeah. the first one and I had to watch the second one. And now I have to know more. And I didn't want to watch more. I told you earlier, I didn't want to watch more than that because I wanted to be able to have the audience perspective. But I think it's lovely that we're on a podcast and that you're able to actually show that's a lot to be able to show our audience yeah. here, which is really, really nice. And then didn't you win some awards recently? We did actually. Is just, that a secret? Can we talk it's, about no, that? No, it is, it is public now. Yes, it is public knowledge as of uh, this morning. Thank you. We were nominated for uh, five indie series awards and there's going to be a huge kind of gala on April 5th in North Hollywood. Um, cool. Yeah, and a lot of our, some of our actors got nominated. A lot of our crew got nominated. I'm like really, really proud of them. We Where did you film it? Can you tell me? Is it? Yes. No, no, no. That's one of my favorite parts. It's so the restaurant is actually my family's restaurant. My my dad is uh, he owns a Portuguese restaurant. He's from Portugal, and the restaurant you see every single room is part of this very, very large 
bar, banquet hall, dining facility. In New Jersey? In New Jersey, yep, in South Carolina. That Virginia. is so cool. I had no idea. Yeah, and it's what's wild is, the, I mean, it's a functioning it restaurant. It really could be anywhere, too. Yeah, and you never see outside because that's an important thing that they can't ever go outside. Oh, see, I didn't know. See, again, ah, after two episodes, see? I don't know that yet. Yeah, so that's now true. I know. All right, I don't want to even ask you anything. <laughs> Everybody needs to watch Here We Wait, and then maybe we'll have a follow-up call and we can all talk about it. Oof, love it. Right? Love it. Then the Garden State Film Festival. We, actually, we just got accepted into the festival, so that's at the end of March. I think it's March 31st, April 2nd. And that was for the, my debut comedy short that I wrote, produced, and starred in called Waking Up. And that one is essentially uh, three strangers accidentally get high at their friend's wake and uh, they're forced to live out her dying wishes. So they accidentally get high on shrooms. They see their dead friend come to life out of the casket. And she like essentially they learn life lessons by fulfilling things that she didn't get to do before she died. And the teaser is online, correct? Yes, the teaser is online. It's on our YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, if you if you actually go to herewewait.com, it's going to also link to that teaser. And that is also in the show notes on internationalwomeninfilm.com for episode 19. Okay, so then in your exciting past history, well, some <laughs> of this is kind of current stuff. It's very cool. Yeah, you a lot did of it. Like, you did a gangster film. Yes. Okay, tell that me that. That was so cool. It was my, it's my first kind of period piece. Um, it's called The Hole. And it's written and directed by Chris Tardio, who was on some of the earlier seasons of The Sopranos, and he was on the Netflix Daredevil, filmed in South Jersey. It takes place in the 80s. And I mean, we had the hair and the outfits and the jeans and the kids (laughs) and the accents. Um, That was so fun and such an experience. The whole set was like old school Italian Jersey guys. I was one of very few women on the set, which is interesting because all of my sets that I produced for... Was it a feature-length film? No, it's a short film. It's a, it's a I, proof of concept for, for a network. So okay. we're waiting to hear, yeah. But it, it was just such a different experience because it was all older men and they're like all with the accents. And uh, in, in the film, I actually like something violent happens to me. And that was cool to film just the, the blood and like the logistics of it. It was, it was wild. That's interesting. I think it's very cool. You have all these different flavors of, of yeah. projects. Okay, then it's Cinequest next month or something. My goodness, yes. So, so Cinequest is in North Hollywood in March 2017. uh, At Cinequest, there's a another short film that I did called Brian Mickler, where I play a young nurse, and it's all kind of about like the gentrification of Harlem and how the structure of Harlem is changing today versus what it was 10, 20 years ago. Spell the name of it, Olivia. Sure, it's Brian Mickler. It's the main character's name: B R I A N. M-I-C-K-L-E-R. Perfect. I never want to be that podcast that people are listening in the car and they're like, what did he say? What'd she yeah, say? What was you it? Know? Yeah. 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 What was it again? You know, people want to write it down maybe. I know sometimes I do. Okay. So, you know, and I know it's really important for you in these projects to have this flavor and to do these different things, different mm-hmm. genres, and also to work with different types and support different types of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is like really a thing right now, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's so unfortunate that it is a thing. You know that it's not just normal that people have diverse crews and diverse content. Uh, everything I write, it's really important to me that like the genders don't necessarily matter. Like any character can be a man or a woman. For here we wait for the eight roles that we cast, we had over two thousand people. Wow, 
Yeah. And for a lot of them, age didn't matter and gender didn't matter. We didn't care. It ended up being a predominantly female cast and crew, which was amazing. And our crew was mostly persons of color, which was also cool, or non-gender conforming or LGBTQ. And that's very important for anything I produce to like have that voice and have that representation in front of and behind the camera. That's awesome. Yes, that is a big deal. Yeah. In 2017. Oh. <laughs> So as a New York and New Jersey girl, now what? Now what, what will be coming next? Oh, goodness. Isn't that the question? Because it kind of changes things, right? All, a lot of these things are really cool that you've used your home state and supported everybody in your... Yeah, it's in South Jersey, yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, it's, it's hard, you know. It's LA's been a wonderful transition for the sun and the space and the weather, and the people are so nice. I find that you know, my first few days here, you know, people would just want to start conversation with me. And I'd be very, you know, typical New Yorker, I suppose. Like, yeah, what? What do you want? Why, why are you talking to me? But it's, it's such a different energy and pace. And I think it'll be really good to write. I, I really have a short film that's going to be very sci-fi that I've been thinking about writing. And a comedy series that I would probably want to go back to New Jersey to film. And that's the thing is my home has such a, a huge hold on me. And it's inspired so much of my work that as long as I can, I'd like to keep working there and bringing work there. Yeah, well, in the big picture, it's not really that far away. Yeah, I guess right. not. So yeah. what about this other sci-fi short? Yeah, this one. Ooh. So this one, and it's funny, especially just because of the current climate, it was meant to be sort of dystopian. Uh, I'm not even sure if I can describe this well. But this dystopian setting where people all have brands on their wrists and little orbs fall from the sky that kind of tell you what to do next. And it's what happens when they meet brandless people, people that don't have brands. And when the brands that are falling seem to be strange messages that are not in tune with what they're used to. And can they trust who or what or where these messages have always come from? It it feels a little bit politically driven to me just because of the current climate of the world. You didn't is, write it? You wrote I, it? I wrote it. I wrote it. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's interesting because I've never felt so propelled to write from a place of politics or needing to like get this message across. And I, I'm feeling very implored with this sci-fi short to sort of write how I'm feeling in the current state of the world. That's far out. I love it. So you got to go to Cannes. Mm -hmm. I did. We got to how go to Cannes. It? How was it? It was, oh my God, it was amazing. It was insane. The outfits I got to wear and the films I got to see and the artists I got to meet. I brought a short film there. The first thing I ever produced called What's in a Name? Mm -hmm. And it ended up finding distribution with a small European company. So if you're on a bus in Germany, you just might catch it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Again, we have an international audience, so it's very possible. Yeah, it, yeah you're right. So it's, it's definitely playing in places in Europe, which is really cool. You know, get, getting to go to that in the small capacity I did was, was very eye-opening and also kind of made me realize, like, I, I've been working so hard and this is kind of the next step in this career and, like, the next place I want to be to sell my films and to show my films and to meet other artists. And, and it was there and it was attainable. It wasn't this, this thing off in the distance anymore. I was there and a part of it, which was really cool. It's a small world. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And the people Small I met world, there, man, seriously, right? <laughs> it is so true. You know, I have a lot of friends that have been, and it does make it seem like everything and everyone is just closer and easier. And it helps us connect on the level yeah. that, that you favor, which is important. 
It's know? so true. It's not, it's not this, this, you know, far off place, this dream or this wish. It's right there. You just have to go and take it. I know. And just you see be there. beautiful ocean views from there too. Hey? Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. No complaints while I was there. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know, I know like now to be 20 people that have been is pretty nice. Oh, that's pretty nice. So I'm total morning person. And then you told me that here we wait. Our iTunes sci-fi web series was filmed at what time of day? <laughs> killing me here. We filmed every episode because the restaurant is still functioning. So right? we have to wait Dad's until they. restaurant. Yep. Yep. We had to wait until they closed. And uh, so we'd be in there maybe 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Sometimes 1 a.m. we couldn't start because there'd be parties and weddings going on. And we'd go until 8 or 9 in the morning. And, oh, man, does that, like, define, like, does that bring a group together, you know? I know. Amazing. So about how many nights filmed 20 episodes? Uh, it must think, have been a good, a good chunk of time. Yeah, I think we ended up filming for, like, 22 days. I think it was 22 days. Not consecutive. We didn't. We did it in chunks because that would have just that would have killed our poor bodies to do that. You know what was really cool about it is they would always leave us a huge spread of food. By the end, our crew and cast knew where like all the desserts were. We they were we were always eating them out of desserts and espresso. That really is what got us through. <laughs> Dessert and espresso. Desserts were still there in the night. I bet. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, I would love, I should have interviewed your father. That's oh, hilarious. he yeah, he's a funny guy. He would have enjoyed that. And then we, so when you did this movie, The Hole, the gangster movie from yeah. that was set in the 80s, the short film, this is one of your only experiences to be the only woman. Yeah, it was that was that was funny. And you know, I I am And so this I'm, is something did you write that? You didn't write that, right? I you didn't write that. It. I was in it. I was just uh, yeah, I was an actor involved in it and uh it was, you're my quad, right? You're the actor, yes. writer, director, producer, right? Uh, yep, yep, yep. All yeah. yep. So that was like what was so funny about that was it was through a friend of a friend that I was offered the role and you know, it's cool. It's I'm I'm I grew up I'm half Italian, half Portuguese, so that like Italian side have always been around that. So it's kind of loud talking, uh, shouting basically all the time. And it was I'm nice. Italian. Hey. Oh, you know, you know what it's about. So good. Yes. And that, that it was such so cool. They, they would protect me. You know, I always felt safe. I always felt like they had my back. That is so cool. Okay. Now you have a favorite story. I want you to tell <laughs> oh, about your super sexy life. Yes. My, my very scandalous life. So in Sycamore, I have a. It was Sycamore was her was her feature film that she won Best Actress in. That is on Amazon. Yes. So when we rent it on Amazon, audience, we have to remember that this <laughs> happened uh, off screen. Okay, now tell us. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. This was um, one of my. It was not one of it is. It was my first sex scene in a film, and it's fairly intimate, and also. Uh, fairly tame, like nothing wild, but it was my first sex scene. That I was a full day of filming, so that morning I had a scene that was very active and in the heat and in the sun. I was like riding the swing set, but then I had to jump and do this, and it was a very physical scene. Um, but I guess I get dizzy on swing sets because the more we were doing it, I started to feel very funny in my stomach, and it got to a point where I told my director, I was like, "You have, I got two more takes in me. I promise that's all I've got." And I was right. And the second the last line came out of my mouth, the second scene, that was it. I vomited all over the place on camera for the whole crew and, and cast that was there to see. Oh, it was awful. And all I was doing, like, 
in between. I was like, guys, don't tell Ryan. Don't tell Ryan for tonight. I was like, please, please don't. And that was my scene partner for, for the intimate scene. And, oh, gosh, I was so embarrassed. And then after that, I had scenes where I had to eat a lot. Like, my eating scenes were that day, too. So that happened. We took a break. I had to go eat a whole bunch of ice cream for some scenes. And then <laughs> it was it was a rough day. I never, I don't think he ever knew. So if he listens to this. Oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. I'm not sure we ever told him. But that's okay. <laughs> That I brushed my so teeth. Funny. A I brushed my teeth a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and you ate a lot of ice cream, and you and kept I ate it lot. down. I kept it, and I kept the ice cream down. Yeah, but well, it's so never embarrassing. That. Oh, and it's still on camera somewhere. Somebody's probably got it. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's amazing. Okay, so then what's next? Now that you're in LA, you can be like Los Angeles fabulous. You've got all our inner America stuff you can do. You can stop and work on The Walking Dead in Atlanta. You can go check out what's happening in New Orleans. Out here in LA, we've got some Netflix, some Grey's Anatomy. What else? You know what? That would be good if I could just like sneak onto one of those sets and and hang. Uh, Meet some of my, my Hollywood idols and people that are working now. It's you know what's really cool about me being here is I don't know a little bit. I'm I'm always want to have a plan always and kind of have the next five steps in mind. And I don't really have one here. It's it's all so fresh and so new that if I can just yeah liberating. It is in a weird way scary but also liberating. Would love to meet other. My ideal dream one day would to be like a showrunner, someone like Shonda Rhimes or Mindy Kaling, who also gets to star in her stuff and write it and produce it. And, um, and that would just be to meet people like that and to, to interact with them and pick their brains. That would that would be like a dream come true. Isn't it wonderful? It is wonderful. They're definitely icons and mentors mm-hmm. in the industry. I just read Shonda Rhimes' book is very good as well. Oh, Year of Yes? Yes. Yes, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. So hopefully I will see you maybe in April, schedule willing. Yeah, it's it's for that is for the award ceremony in North Hollywood at El Portal Theater for the Indie Series Awards, and here we wait. For Here We Wait. Mm-hmm. Okay, so audience, you guys have some homework. You've got to watch Here We Wait with me. I'll probably have watched it by the time you watch it, and then we should all watch Amazon's Sycamore and remember her little side story. We won't tell anybody <laughs> <laughs> about. Feel free to connect with any of my other guests. Everybody loves to connect. I only collect great people, so everybody that is involved with International Women in Film also wants to work together, collaborate, share ideas, support each other. It is time for the women's voice, so I'm very proud to have you as a part of that. Well, thank you, and thank you for doing this podcast. I got to listen to a few of them, and, and it's really inspiring to even, I, there's so many women I didn't even know we're out there doing amazing things. So it's our time to reach out and, again, make the world smaller to make our voice bigger. Yeah. Yes. You know? That's a great way to put it. Thank you so much, Olivia. Okay, oh, everybody. Thank it's you. It's herewewait.com. H-E-R-E-W-E-W-A-I-T.com. Watch it, guys. Watch it, please. Guys and gals, watch it. All right. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. Bye-bye. Find us at internationalwomeninfilm.com. Find Michelle at Michelle Trainer on Twitter, M-I-C-H-E-L-E Trainer, or email IWIF at MichelleTheTrainer.com. Find Michelle at MichelleTheTrainer.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-E TheTrainer.com. And visit Michelle's blog at EngineeringWellness.com. Thank you all for listening.